Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. At that time, the Lord appointed 72 others whom he sent ahead of him in prayer, pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals. And greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, the dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The 72 returned rejoicing and said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name. Jesus said, I have observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Behold, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and upon scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. And this is the gospel of the Lord. So Jesus walks into a bar and says, just 12 waters, please, while winking at his disciples. Are you awake? Oh, ah, it's sinking in. Okay, got it because he makes wine out of water. So just 12 waters. 
So the theme of today's readings, as I mentioned, is mission and discipleship, or simply the call to be missionary disciples. It means that we, if we are followers of Jesus, we need to be doing something to bring the world to God. And back in the 80s, I, I watched a movie called The Blues Brothers. Anybody know that movie? Okay. In the movie, two characters have a mission, a purpose. They have a calling to fulfill. And it, and it was a reason for them to persevere in the face of insurmountable obstacles. And that's what's funny, how they overcome all their obstacles. And the characters were Jake and Elwood, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. And they weren't examples of good moral behavior. But upon Jake's release from prison, they were chosen for a special purpose and they accepted their calling to save the Catholic orphanage in which they grew up. And this became their mantra, which they repeated over and over again throughout the movie, we're on a mission from God, we're on a mission from God. Now Pope Francis has consistently reminded each Catholic that we are all missionaries, we all have a mission. We are persons on a mission, and today's gospel reminds us of that. And the mission territory, the territory that's entrusted to us, is very, very vast. So a question you and I can ask ourselves is, what is my mission today? What is God calling me to do at this point in my life? And your mission territory may be your home, like I said, your family, such as parents who, who homeschool their kids. Those are the uh, people entrusted to them. I can definitely tell you that your mission territory is your workplace. The question is, do you see that as your mission territory? My mission territory is St. Anthony of Padua, to bring all persons with me into communion with God through Christ and into the fullness of the kingdom. I can certainly tell you that the world of politics and the courts are mission territory. And we have great recent examples of lay persons who are living out their call to bring the gospel message in their mission territory, the courts. I'm referring, of course, to the lay Catholic Supreme Court justices who seek to be faithful to God, the author of life. And let me make a distinction between our respective vocations, the laity and the clergy. First of all, today's gospel is unique to Luke. He's the only one who mentions 72 disciples. The other Gospels only mention the Twelve, and some scholars say that the Twelve Apostles were the first bishops, while these 72 mentioned in, today, in today's Gospel were the first priests. So we could say that the mission of all these first disciples together was to bring about the Kingdom of God 
in founding the Catholic Church, in founding Christ's Church. So for many centuries, the laity were seen as second-class citizens after priests and religious. You remember it used to be said that for the laity, their job is to pay, pray, and obey. That's no longer the case. So let's fast forward to 1964 at the Second Vatican Council. The need to give a more balanced understanding of what the church is emerges. And through the document Lumen Gentium, it clarifies the uniqueness of the vocation of the laity versus the clergy. This is what it says. The laity, by their very vocation, seek the kingdom of God by engaging in temporal affairs and by ordering them according to the plan of God. They live in the world, that is, in each and all of its secular professions and occupations. They live in the ordinary circumstances of family and social life from which the very web of their existence is woven. They are called there by God that by exerting their proper function from within, sorry, by exercising their proper function and led by the spirit of the gospel, they may work for the sanctification of the world from within as leaven. You are leaven in the world. In this very way, they, the laity, you, may make Christ known to others, especially by the testimony of a life resplendent in faith, hope, and charity. And therefore, since they are tightly, since they are tightly bound up, the laity, in all types of temporal affairs, it is their special task to order and to throw light upon these affairs in such a way that they may come into being and continually increase according to Christ to the praise of the Creator and the Redeemer. Beautiful description of your vocation. There's so much that I could say, but I just want to remind you what the German theologian Romano Guardini said. He was a, a prominent theologian of the 60s. He said, to the clergy is entrusted the church. To the laity is entrusted the world. And so we continue to have lots of work to do. And we need workers. The psalm says, let all the earth cry out to God with joy. All the earth. And to the extent that it doesn't, there is much work to do. Jesus affirms the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. And he goes on to stress the need for prayer to the one who can send laborers into the harvest field, which is the whole world. So let's continue to pray for workers, both lay and clergy. In fact, later during this mass, uh, one of our seminarians will briefly share his vocation story. This is the last weekend that they're here in our parish. And so it, uh, it'll be a gift to hear you. Let me conclude by reminding you that the word mass, mass, has the same root 
as the English word mission, and it indicates our Christian responsibility to carry the fruits of the Word of God and the fruits of the Eucharist out into the world in our daily activities. And this is highlighted by the fact that the dismissal at the end of Mass is not so much a conclusion, but a starting point. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Saint Anthony of Padua, pray for us.